This is Jules Warren, and you are listening to Contrary to Popular Belief, your roundtable of conversations where we unpack the truth about the issues facing Americans today. Hello, I'm your host, Jules Warren. Welcome. I'm going to take this opportunity to promote my first book, Taking Control of Your Bullies, A Guide for All Ages. It's available on Amazon and Kindle. It is a comprehensive look at your most personal bullies at home, school and work, and the predators on social media, in the news, and through government that we deal with on a daily basis. It is a journey of awareness, self-empowerment, and resolution. Please take a chance and read it. It is great information on all the underlying tactics and bullies that are out there disrupting our lives every day. All right, in today's segment, we are going to unpack the propaganda and underlying tactics controlling our lives in media and government. This is chapter four in my book. With the presidential election coming up, I felt the importance to talk about the media manipulation that is controlling us so we can be aware of the underlying tactics going on. It is important to uncover what they are in order for us to think and respond more intelligently. Okay, so let's start with what propaganda means. It is a word we have become familiar with, but what does it mean? It is information of a biased or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. The underlying tactics used in media are called underlying because you don't notice them. They are meant to subconsciously manipulate your opinion to promote their beliefs and agenda. In chapter four of my book, I go through many of the tactics that exist. First, what is important to notice is how the media is brainwashing us as a society. We are conditioned to believe and react to everything we hear. So don't get pulled into the hate game, my friends. Thinking out of the propaganda box is important to stop the news media manipulation. It also comes from our government as well. It's imperative we form our own opinions with real facts. Let me start with one of the biggest tactics used to persuade the public, and that is fear. Moral panic and public fear is a control mechanism and important to be aware of. It is not new to the political game playing and will easily get you to hate and fear political opponents. When it is used fiercely enough, it will cause hysteria in the news media cycle, reinforcing the disbeliefs over and over, sometimes for years on a particular person or agenda. The moral panic and public fear concept was conceptualized by the late South African criminologist Stanley Cohen. He tells us that moral panic arises when distorted mass media campaigns are used to create fear. They reinforce stereotypes and exaggerate pre-existing divisions, typically on race, political parties, and social class. Moral panic has three characteristics. He goes on to explain that first, there is a focused attention on a person's behavior, whether real or imagined, and typically imagined, it is grossly exaggerated by the media. Mr. Cohen labeled the targeted person as a folk devil. The media perceives them as evil, and they are used as the antagonist in a moral panic. Second, a threat is created by the media on the folk devil's perceived evil behavior, bringing fear to the public. The fear is meant to promote an agenda, typically a political 
or legislative change. Third, law enforcers must go along with it to justify their purpose of saving society from the evil and are usually coerced into obeying the party in power. This has included the Department of Justice and the CIA getting involved in situations that are clearly unethical and unconstitutional, that lean towards tyranny. And finally, public hysteria is used to justify the agendas of those in position of power and authority. The biggest perpetrators of moral panic are the news media and politicians. This tactic is common and has been around for many years and subconsciously forms our opinions on people and policies. It spreads large-scale public mistrust and animosity. There couldn't be a more perfect example of the moral panic and fear tactic going on right now, and that would be the attempt to bring down former President Trump. The government players and the left media have turned Donald Trump into the folk devil. He is their evil antagonist that is being used to create public hysteria. The threat they have created is that all Trump supporters are white supremacists, and Trump is so evil and corrupt that four indictments and over 100 charges are not enough to show us just how evil he really is. And the DOJ and justice players are all puppets coerced into obeying the party in power. See how that works? Right under your nose, my friends. And sadly enough, it has created large-scale animosity and hysteria, which is turning our country into a third-world mentality with the extreme use of tyranny. And think about it. This has been going on with former President Trump for years. I'm not trying to get you to like Trump if you don't. What is so important is that we, the Americans, know what this game is so we can push back on government corruption. And Trump is not the only one this has been played on. Many leaders over the years have had this happen to them. Here is another example of the fear tactic, the issue of racism on the black community. No doubt there will be racism on different cultures and even religious groups, not just blacks. But what we are seeing now is the gross overuse of the word racism. Everyone and everything is being called a racist. Recently, we saw President Biden warning of sinister forces trying to reverse racial progress, calling white supremacy the most dangerous terrorist threat to the United States. He stated this at his commencement speech at Howard University. Again, right under your nose, moral panic and fear tactics creating hate and divide amongst us, the citizens. There is one more form of underlining tactics that I want to talk about in this segment, which has to do with disinformation, which is false information that is intended to mislead. And propaganda, by the way, is also considered disinformation. So what I want to talk about here and to be aware of are the disinformation actors. They use a variety of tactics to spread false information narratives, posing a risk to critical social structures. The tactics are designed to make their message and ideologies more credible to their target audience. They often seek to polarize with contended political and social divisions. Their tactics include everything from creating false personas, false experts, false websites, and think tanks. They digitally manipulate photos and videos. They have conspiracy theories 
and they flood and spam social media posts and comment sections to drown out opposing viewpoints. So what does all this tell us? It tells us that we need to think for ourselves and stay away from the sensationalism and the propaganda on social media, online, and through our news media and our government. We need to think for ourselves, my friends. Do our own research. Vote for somebody by what they say and what they stand for. That is the mission of this segment, is for us to think for ourselves and avoid the propaganda as much as possible. Thanks for joining me once again. I look forward to seeing you in our next segment. And remember, I love to hear your comments and your ideas on my email at contrary to popular belief 2023 at gmail.com. Stay well. See you soon. Thanks for joining the conversation. Stay with me for my next episodes as we continue to fight for our freedoms and bring back America to a better place. Don't forget to share on your social media that contrary to popular belief is where your voice matters. See you next episode.